Yes, and we're back with the Juice Podcast. Hello, and, everybody. And I kind of stopped counting, but I think this is episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually no idea. <laughs> Who cares? Like when I'm saving these projects, I'm just calling random stuff. By now, it's like the weird, the weird podcast. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? I'm the. I'm actually doing the juice today, so I brought something yeah. new with us. Um, it's kind of you. You notice when I poured this is much thicker it's very thick yes uh and i found this from a brand i don't know i didn't expect um oh. and danish brand yes yeah. and i think you're gonna be very surprised when you taste this <laughs> it, it looks like that it, it had that when you poured it it had that kool-aid thickness to it like syrupy thing you normally yeah. expect to like pour water into it, it was it was so thick that i actually when i when i bought it and i kind of shaked it mm-hmm. i was like Wow, this is um, <laughs> this is gooey. <laughs> so, uh, you want to try it? Yeah, sure. It looks like orangey or like try mango. Smell it first. Try smell it first. That's mango. You sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's mango. Yeah. That I I think I I still think it's mango. You still think it's mango? What? <laughs> There's other things in. Maybe I, I I taste a little pine. I mean, it it it's like, so you know Spanish Southern you know uh, the you know vacation fruits. I don't know what should we call those. Your vacation of, you know? fruits. <laughs> <laughs> you know when, uh, we're we're in Denmark. Like there are different fruits you only eat on vacation. Apparently, <laughs> no, we're in Denmark, and when we often like it's pretty cold here, and yeah. it's horrible weather like eighty percent of the time. So any any time we're like. Going on holiday, we go somewhere warmer and nicer, and that's always that's always the places like Italy or Spain or Greece, and that's where the mangoes, the pineapples, the coconuts, all those kinds of things are growing. So we all always like refer to them as southern <laughs> parts of the world. So fruits. like a, like a banana, that's that's yeah, a vacation you know. fruit as well. <laughs> so like I, I don't know what I actually should call this, but but it's that kind of group of fruits yeah. from hot countries. But you're actually right. This is a mango juice. Um, yeah, uh, they actually sell it as smoothies. Yeah, it, it definitely has a, a smoothie. Yeah, it texture. definitely has a, a smoothie feel to it. Huh. But it's actually mango. That's correct. Yeah. It, it's a very distinct. I think that this is just my guess. I think there's a little bit of pineapple juice, and often they they put that into. Yeah, yeah, I, I've. I've like you have the suspicion correct there actually is a bit of pineapple in this yeah i can <laughs> taste it uh, they don't like actually label it on the front of the um of the product well if oh. you turn the product around and you see what it has pineapple sweetener <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was kind of suspecting it pineapple has have so a very it's a, it's a very much a vacation drink <laughs> <laughs> definitely we wouldn't like we, we can't just go out in the trees and you know Pluck some mango well, out in the trees. You know, pluck this. <laughs> this is not the only thing crossing. We, the only thing we find out there is coldness and poisonous mushrooms that are gonna kill you. Yeah, that's what we have. Welcome to Denmark, everybody. <laughs> so oh. if you have like a like a blender and you put bananas and mangoes and mm. oranges, I guess, and bananas, yeah, you're instantly on vacation. Absolutely, that's your theory. And then you know a little splash of that very clear liquid that is not water. Just a little, you know. Yeah. So, w- would you actually consider this as juice? That's the main question. Well, it will it juice? 
<laughs> it is juice. It is it is juice. I uh, I'm accepting ex- I'm accepting this as juice. <laughs> Words are hard. I'm accepting this as juice. <laughs> yes, you're accepting. <laughs> the cook is accepting this as juice. Uh, because that they was just actually, like they they stepped over this the, you know they just crossed over that step where you squish the fruit to get the juice squish they the just fruit. like blended the whole thing up that's juice I'm sure that is juice yeah because I was actually considering like when when I uh, looked at this and now I'm tasting it and or is it porridge <laughs> is this fruit porridge because because like it just feels like because of the thickness that it took a mango and just squeezed it mm. until there's nothing left but a liquid. Mm. And then to put it in a in a jar somehow. I would actually. Now I'm not sure about the science behind this, but I would actually say that, in regards to how you use the fruit, how you you get the most out of your uh, the most flavor out of, of yeah. what you're using, I'd actually say smoothies are quite a good invention because you can basically say all those fruits that are perhaps a bit overripe, they are a bit you know, yeah, not as crunchy anymore and just blend crunchy. them up and the thing is when you only remove if you drink a juice that is crunchy how <laughs> <laughs> because they're throwing it out <laughs> when, you, when you only take the juice out of a fruit you only squish it you are left with the peel who can often be used to a lot of good things and the the pulp i think they call it um and most of the time that's just being thrown away okay. but in this you have actually got all the nutrients from at least the pulp as well, because it's yeah. all just blended. So you're using more of the actual. Uh, but that's actually kind of the thing that I'm very surprised is this, there's. It doesn't feel like there's pulp in this. No, I mean, when you're drinking it, you're kind of you, you kind of have those little. I, I can feel it. I can feel there is a bit yeah, of but they're they're not like stuff in it. It's not like they're big and it gets stuck between your teeth. No, it's just. A little grindy. Yeah. When, when you hit it on your lips, when it hit it on your lips, but when you have, I mean, it's very smooth. It's like drinking mango oatmeal, mm. in a way. It's actually so quite delicious. I'm sitting here just chucking it. <laughs> You're just sitting there enjoying yeah. the juice. It's good. That's correct. So uh, I'm glad you're liking it. I'm glad I you you it. enjoy my my choice of juice for today. It's very nice. <laughs> is it is it Rinkeby? It's actually Rinkeby. Yeah, I it's Rinkeby. So. Uh, so. The juice year. So yeah, I, I brought some. Speaking of juice, I brought some juicy news with me today. Oh. Yeah, uh, before we go to the juicy news, remember to uh, hit that like button, remember to subscribe. Go follow us on whatever page and buy his merch. And yeah, buy the merch, man. And uh, for those of you who actually been asking for uh, the Juice Podcast merch, uh, it's in development. Don't worry. It's coming. Well, uh, this is news for me, too. Yeah, but I'd like to surprise you. But <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> if we keep meeting up like this, we'll have nothing to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's actually the one putting in a lot of work on this. I'm just like, I'm just the guy showing up and talking a lot of smack and making life harder than him. That's basically what I do. But, you know, <laughs> it's just like like when you have an album cover, you can have some some good content in, but you need a pretty face to sell the album. That's correct. And that's me. <laughs> that's, that's me. I'm the, pre- I'm, I'm the, I'm the pretty... pretty uh, <laughs> And he's also the guy who's actually. The what was that word? He's also the guy who's making sure the studio is uh, different every time we get here. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. if you noticed. Oh, yeah. Um, but on to the juicy news. Um, it's called Stuff of Nightmares. Ooh. That's actually the headline. It's actually Stuff of Nightmares. Of, uh, as thousands of spiders unearthed by Australian floodwater. 
Ooh, that's nasty. People living in flood-hit New South Wales have shared images and videos of on social media showing clusters of spiders trying to escape the flood water by clinging onto fences and doors. And we're just getting started here, man. <laughs> Residents in Australia, we know Australia is a it's a huge country with a lot of different nopes. <laughs> it has a lot of nopes over there. <laughs> But residents in Australia are being terrorized by thousands of spiders seeking shelter in their homes after heavy rainfall caused one of the worst floods in 50 years. Mm. So they're having two problems here. They're having a flood and they're having spiders. <laughs> uh, so people living in South New Wales uh, have shared images and videos on social media showing clusters of spiders trying to escape the floodwaters by clinging onto fences and doors. Melanie Williams from Maxwell in New South Wales, I guess it is, filmed thousands of spiders crawling up a garage door. She told the ABC News that that was enough to really freak me out. I had never seen anything like it before. I am an <laughs> arachnophobe from my oh. way back, so I hope they come back to wherever they came from. You're an arachnophobe and you live in Australia. What the hell yeah, are you like, doing? <laughs> but, but, but arachnophobia is a real thing, but are there actually arachnophobic people in living in australia that that's what that's what i'm that's what i'm also <laughs> clustered about like is what that, is that a thing <laughs> is that a thing yeah that, that's gotta be pure torture for the rest of your life as she also adds i occasionally see spiders around the place but never anything like that it was just insane mm. and uh a picture of reference for the people out there this is what they have yeah everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and, and those are not those pretty little spiders who doesn't bite. Those are probably the spiders who bite you and you're dead within a second. Yeah, and, and there are thousands of them, like everywhere. Lad mm. uh, Lovenfoss snapped thousands of spiders from Kinchicka Creek trying to beat the floodwater and posted the images on Facebook. He wrote, all the brown you can see is spiders trying to beat the floodwater. And it's the same picture. I'm just going to show this picture again, just for reference. All the dots you can see there, that's spiders. On one garage door. That's insane, man. Yep. Um, That's nasty. Uh, Mac grew up on the farm and told CNN he experienced similar flooding in March 2001 and March 2013, which resulted in spiders flocking to his home. He added, it's still raining here and the flood water is still rising. The water is getting closer to our home. In the morning, it should be inside and the spiders will be all over the house. This is a dude with experience. He's tried this before. He's like, yeah, it's gonna, it's, they're coming into my house at one point. <laughs> my, my house is going to get flooded with spiders at some point. Oh, my God. And his taking is so chill. Um, Sheena Worley uploaded a video to TikTok showing spiders swarming on a fence as floodwaters turned below. Mm. Uh, they would climb up your legs and get shelter as well, she captioned, as she captioned the clip. Like, when she, this is a clip we can't show, sadly. But mm. the clip is on the news page, and the spiders are seriously crawling up her legs Ew. in thousands. I mean, like I mean, almost covering her legs just to get shelter from the water. I like, mean, like I, 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 I would, I, I, I would be, <laughs> I would be instantly <laughs> screaming. Just, like, just oh. listen to me. Like, if there are any Australians out there, seek help. You, you don't you you we we got room in Europe. You can come to Europe. It's all right. You don't have to live there if you don't want to. Australian come immigrants. To what are you what escaping are you from? There? Spiders. <laughs> and a lot of spiders. <laughs> oh no. The guy for like a couple of hundred years ago who had the idea to to go there. No, no. Bad idea. So yeah, um on Monday, um 
NSV's Prime Gladly I can't pronounce this name Perichiklan I'm so sorry I'm so bad with these names Said nearly 18,000 people Have been evacuated From flood hidden reaches In the state But he is warning That more evacuations May be needed Due to the Relentless rain Overnight over, Unfortunately Some weather conditions Have worsened And those weather conditions Are likely in to worsen during the day, so many communities will experience increasingly heavy rainfall. He said, forests have declared 38 disastrous areas in the state and have described the next 24 hours as critical. Hmm. So, this is actually not just a, a problem with spiders, but it's a, it's a climate problem. Oh. Am I boring you again? This is like the fifth time I've yawned. <laughs> you have been looking at your paper. I'm sorry. I'm a bit. Uh, I'm a bit busted today. A bit busted. <laughs> yep. This guy, he should have uh, all the privilege of editing this episode, driving out here, recording it, <laughs> setting everything up, preparing the news, preparing the juice, and see how tired he will be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see who's gonna be yawning by then. <laughs> it's very, very difficult to look this pretty every day. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, I was uh, saying it's actually just more. Um, it's more of a climate issue than it's actually mm. a spider issue, uh, because they're in, in Australia. They're having a lot of disasters, of course. Um, yeah, from documentaries. But uh, they're saying it's the, some of the worst weather disasters they've had in fifty years. Mm. That that's mind blowing to me because it feels more like to me when I'm looking at the news media that weather disasters are is- escalating somehow. We're seeing bigger and bigger hurricanes in mm. in America. We are seeing bigger and bigger floods. Uh, we're seeing more and more tsunamis and earthquakes. And we even have a volcano who just erupted in Iceland, who's been dormant for like two hundred years or something. Mm. Well, it's 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 difficult, Willow. Um, when it comes to climate change, I think. Most people uh, agree that uh, that climate change, of course, is a thing. There are actually some uh, some 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 documentaries, some videos, and stuff um, about uh, pandemics uh, back in two thousand and thirteen and fourteen, who actually said that the thing we are going through right now is gonna be a problem. They already back then in two thousand and ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen knew these kinds of things. Um, so it's not really new, and most scientists are well aware that these kind of pandemics is going to be a problem. And they also translate back to forest uh, deforestation um, and all these kinds of, of things we're doing to nature. And that's kind of what, what really messes uh, with our ecosystem, because we are messing with some animals' ecosystem. And there was, that was a whole like thing about this. Uh, go yeah. check that out, by the way. <clears throat> So most agree that that this is of course a problem, but there can also also be made the argument that the Earth has done this a couple of times before, like in the past. We've had an ice age. We've had, uh, you know, f- all these kinds of of changes in our climate the last what two million years. The problem yeah. is just we don't have records for that time. We have to dig in the ground to make some <laughs> some kind of uh, idea about what's going on down there. And this diggity, is the first diggity, time diggity. we are oh, so somebody died there. <laughs> Keep diggity, diggity, diggity. <laughs> this is the first time we're so advanced that we can actually monitor and and see these things. So it's kind of hard to to figure out is uh, like there's a lot of earthquakes. Are those man-made or is it just Earth doing Earth stuff that it has done the last two million years? Yeah, because like it's very hard to see how diff- how 
tough the things were two million years ago because we don't have any records of it but we do now we can we can actually like record these things we can document them to to, to be used yeah. in the future but but we don't really have any reference point like the monetization um mm. of of like the surveillance of our climate has been like increasing yeah, um, we have the technology and to we do have it. so much knowledge to do this now yeah. like I'd rather trust a scientist Absolutely. over these yeah. things than a I'm politician. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, a politician who's never touched a volcanic yeah. ash with his feet before. I've actually heard a Danish politician. It was a it was a, a year or two ago. It was about apps uh, about climate change, and the scientist who had been working with scientists from all around the world uh, said that if we're gonna change the climate. And if we're gonna change this path we're going down, we have to put money in it. We can't keep. It, it was a debate about this politician wanted the Danish people to have uh, more money. He wanted to uh, make the whole Danish population richer, you know, less taxes and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and and in all this debate, the, the the science guy said, you know, this can't be done. All science and all kind we've looked on, you you can't keep making everybody richer and have more money. Because we don't have the money right now to even save the earth. This is a problem. We've talked with a lot of people around the world. We can't do it. You can't go around making the Danish population oh so much richer. Uh, and, and still insist that you can save the whole planet. You can't do it. And the politician just looked at the guy. A scientist in his 60s. Who spent his whole life in this and said. Well I disagree with you. I think it can be done. <laughs> and that was just the end of the debate oh, that was <laughs> the end of it i was like well okay and he doesn't have any education at all he's just a politician yeah i mean he probably only like you know basic high school stuff well, that that's just, the problem it's Jesus like Christ, you're man. you're seeing all these things and you bet your uh, you bet your butt mm. that uh <laughs> that a politician knows way more than a scientist who's been mm. who's been studying these things his entire life mm. and a politician who just has an opinion mm. Oh, I'm sorry, but your opinion is making spiders climb up my legs right now. <laughs> They're flooding my garage door. <laughs> so uh, we gotta stop it now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thanks for yeah. tuning in to this complaint about climate change and what we can do about it. I hope we can do something about it, and we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, and remember to uh, subscribe and uh, leave us a comment, and we'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. And we're back. Thank can you I, for returning. Can I take the day off? No. <laughs> Are we done now? No. I don't want to anymore. But what you can do is like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We really love having you back here at the Juice Podcast. And today we're having another music review. Oh, another one? Yeah, another music review. Um. Yeah, it's music review time. <laughs> uh, <I> just, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and you're like, no, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> So, I uh, need some funny juice in this. <laughs> just just pour some uh, some sugar in there, man. <laughs> a little schnapps. Oh, you have that schnapps in your closet there. In your cabinet. Yes. I and in the drawers. Do. Yeah, we actually tasted some schnapps I made. Go check that video out. It's an earlier thing. Thingy with Jake. We'll yeah, pop we, it we, up somewhere. We're going to pop it up somewhere down there. Mm. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah. The, the music review we're going to do today is uh, a band that I discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called Throne with the single In My Bones. Yeah. 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 I really, you guys should really check it out. We're going to leave it in the box up there.
yeah, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I couldn't find them on uh, Spotify. Uh, no, they were particularly hard to find. Yeah, actually. but they are definitely on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thrown uh, in my bones. in my bones, and we're gonna leave the link to their video in the description down below. Yeah, you know, it's funny because their their music video was actually quite professionally made. The way they had cut it and put it together. Yeah, it's, it's with the right it, zooms and the right you know the right cuts and uh, you know a little focus here and stuff like it. It, 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 it kind of looked like yeah, you, you we have a container. And we're gonna decorate this container, and we're just gonna make a yeah. performance in that container. Yeah, but and they still had all those right shoots. It looked like they actually may, might know somebody who was quite skilled in the editing yeah. department. <laughs> so uh, who made them look? Yeah, they, they looked good. I mean, yeah. Normally, something you would need some someone quite professional to. Yeah, to we edit, need professional people to look make us look good. We know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're maybe they're just good looking by by natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, actually, when I listened to this track, I was um, I was thrown back to like the early. You, you were thrown back. back. I was thrown back. Thrown mm. back. Not, yeah, you know what I mean. Ta da! I was thrown back uh, to um, to the early days of like two thousands. Mm. Uh, we have an artist here at home who I, it immediately came to mind when I listened to this track. It was like there are the artist called Siamese. Um, we have here in Denmark. When I listened to his track, I was like instantly reminded of those guys. Mm. Uh, I think it's the lead singer somehow, but also having all this synth in 2000 rock. Mm. Uh, Simon have developed a lot over the years, and they're very, very skilled at their job and what they're doing. Uh, but the early days of Siamese and this track was very similar. Um, it was, uh, uh, just to, to people who don't know, it was a very rocky... Uh, Mm. New age metal kind of pop punk thing, O's rock. Uh, How about called butt rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely down that that line of. Uh, of oh, rock. and to everyone who doesn't know what butt rock is, butt rock is actually. Um, remember those days when you listen to uh, the rock stations, uh, the radio station that says, uh, "Welcome to Radio One Hundred Five, where we play everything but rock." <laughs> <laughs> so that's butt rock. <laughs> mm. Um, so yeah, um, they they uh, there's a particular part. It's just the later part of the song where they the guitarist actually is making, he's kind of making like this high pitched note shredding thing. Yeah, it really it, it caught my attention immediately. I was like, that's some skilled guitar playing right there. Mm. <laughs> um, how is, is this? Feels like um more like a natural harmonic. He's kind of shredding on. Yeah, I don't think it's actually harmonics when he takes the overtone. I think it's it's more of a. Well, is it? It's just like, like someone who cranked up this like the, the drive on their well, on their tone. It's or? basically a, a a messed up chord in in some way. I, I really struggle with the English words in this because the harmonics is. But the my guitar. There it is. Just a second. Most times, uh, we have a guitar the, uh, on the show. <laughs> we do have a guitar. Most times, when you go with the harmonics, it's things like this. Those are the harmonics. You yeah. know, those overtone. It sounded more like he was doing something like these kinds of things. Like he had like this. All right, I'm doing it a bit jazzy. Yeah, you're, you're doing it on acoustic guitar. He, he yeah. basically had these. Like he basically took like a G chord and and put it somewhere down here and only played it in the the more lighter like. You know, Linkin Park did something similar with these. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, on the it bleeded was out like, track. It was something yeah. like that. 
it was something like it was some yeah. some kind of dissolved chord he was but it uh, feels like it fe- shredding down it really here. feels like he took like the tone on on uh on his pedal board and just cracked that it up he really had some attack yeah on, on that uh, <laughs> there was on something that going on there, there. yeah it was uh, it was quite it's actually quite cool. um, amazing that he like i don't know if it's I don't how much planning there's into writing these types of things. No, it's um, um, but um, if it was planned, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when you play like rock and you you kind of write a song, most of the time you're just jamming. I mean, that's <laughs> all, you know, you're you know, you have a song, there. you know, like, yeah. yo, dude, can you write a solo? And you're like, sure, hit it. And then you just jam some stuff into something is working. And, you know, that, you know, puts it together at, at the end. Yeah. And, and, and people are going to be like, like yeah, people are going to be like, they're going to be geniuses writing this. No, they're just five guys in a room and someone banged on something and the other one banged something similar and stuff mm. happened. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Often, like when you just jam, like like some drummers just like throwing a beat, and you start jamming something, and just just it just sounds. I mean, often it's a mistake. You're kind of like by accident touching some weird chord or yeah. something that was a mistake that just accidentally sound pretty cool, and then you start throwing that into your into the mix, and you know, most breaks on drums happens because the drummer dropped the drumstick. <laughs> yeah, if you see a, a a like a breakdown, like a break or something like the the drums stop for some reason and it sounds cool and it's live, it's and it's not on the normal record, it's not something they planned. He dropped his <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> he dropped the stick. <laughs> he dropped one of them and he just had to make something and you know, start going and yeah. Um but I really love the the chorus on this track. It's so big. It's so enormous. Um it's it's one of those choruses that has, has like a simplicity to it. We talked about simplicity before, yeah. especially with the NF track uh, a few mm. weeks ago, um, where it's just one line, pretty much just one line, and then you, you you take that melody and you just want to scream that one line. Mm. I really love that about this track. Yeah, yeah it's it is kind of generic. It's oh punk rock new age metal i mean this is this is definitely something that has been done before it's not groundbreaking in that department but it's just good it's just a yeah. very good track it is sounds amazing i i think the lyrics are quite genius it's not too repetitive and still you got that familiarity yeah you know uh, you know that thing that you can kind of sing along to it has some some it has some sort of like repetitiveness about it but not a lot and 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 that kind of makes it interesting i mean i really yeah they they didn't get lazy no with with the um with the lyrics like there's a lot of lyrics going on yeah it works because you can get very lazy with some lyrics (laughs) we've seen examples yeah i've I've just i I just saw i just thought about one one song and this is actually an amazing song so it's a bit it's a bit sad that that's actually you know a la 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 long a la 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 long 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 genius lyrics it's that simple to write a hit but you know they didn't do that they didn't get that repetitive they were quite they got something to say and they mashed as much as they could into the lyrics and it works very well this is a band that's uh it's very nice for people especially in in our age like the late 30s early 30s early 30s uh that's looking for similarities mm. from uh from back then mm-hmm. <laughs> you know a little nostalgic a little trip nostalgic down memory trip lane down the memory lane yeah from a back <laughs> oh, 
Christ. Don't look at me like that. We're getting old here, I know. Um, but yeah, a, a, a band for our our age. Mm. I, th- I think it's... Uh, maybe this genre is coming back. Is, is new hope. metal coming back? I, I hope. I mean, new metal was really quite big. I, I remember it's reading an article. It's the biggest genre in the world back in the 2000s. Yeah, I, I remember reading an article. Basically, what happened with new age metal was it just got overplayed. overplayed it was so out. popular with the thing they did and it just got overplayed to a degree, but people didn't want to listen to it anymore because it got too repetitive. And that's a bit sad. I think we... I think most people know it about a lot of songs. Uh, everything from Call Me Maybe, um, Despacito and all these songs, they are very uh, good songs. They, Of course they were, that's why they got so big. But yeah, they but got just played. mentioning them now is just they, more they, like... they got played in such... It, it's almost sad that because you make an amazing track that is so popular, it gets destroyed because yeah, of you, it. You, 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 people don't want to listen to no. it anymore. Like so... <laughs> But this track is uh, hopefully not one of those tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we highly recommend going and listening to it. Yeah. Uh, Throne, and uh, the single is called In My Bones. Yep, go check out their YouTube and give them a subscribe. We need more young people to make some amazing rock music. Yeah. So go s- subscribe to them. I really, I, I got really inspired by this track. I was like, oh man, that's that's the kind of music I really miss. Yeah, that was something. When I, when I found it, it was like, oh God, is this genre mm. still alive out there? Yeah, I'm, some I'm, cool I'm not the only one who's you know, sitting just, here like, just watching trying some... to rel- relive the things <laughs> that just, was going on back then. <laughs> just seeing some 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 dudes, you know, some some. Well, I guess they're younger than us. They looked younger than us, you know, yeah. grabbing the guitar, actually being some pretty pretty good musicians, making some some you know some hard kicking rock. I mean, it's it's nice. I I can't see anything that wrong in supporting that we need to support that kind of thing i mean even if you don't even like rock go support them anyways because like we need more musicians we need more representation in the media today for, for yeah. all kinds of music that just way too many talents getting wasted because they because they can't they can't handle it it's just so hard these days with all this damn the, the, so me and stuff yeah, the, the actual thing about this uh especially with these guys i've i've been listening to this track mm. the whole day uh, mm. And every time I listened to this track, I was like, especially the guitar parts and the drum parts in this track. Yeah. I, I felt like th- those, that's um, riffs that could have been easily written by Good Charlotte back yeah, in the it, day. It, it, yeah, yeah, it had that kind of. Though these guys were more heavy. Yeah, there's no, more, more heavy. More, it was like, not that that anthemy thing no, that no, 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 Good Charlotte had no. going on. But it, it felt more like, uh, especially if you've been following Good Charlotte's development. Um, yeah, I can't say I have, yeah, you can't say that, okay. so. But uh, if you've been following their development, you could mm. easily like compare some of the elements, uh, some of the writing styles that's in there. Mm. And you can easily feel yourself like, looking back and say, yeah, Good Charlotte could have written that. Yeah, But I they missed the opportunity right. and these guys mm. just jumped on it. Mm. And, and it's, yeah. And, and they owned it. It's, it's so good. I really like it. Yeah, it was cool. So, uh, 
go yeah. subscribe to them. Uh, go subscribe to us and subscribe to us. They, they, uh, I it's mean, uh, I just checked their YouTube channel. They don't. Have, they, I think it's actually one of the first videos they put up. They yeah, only I have nineteen. Sub- they only have nineteen subscribers. That's not fair. It's amazing music. They need more subscribers. So go subscribe to them. Yeah, and, and uh, give them the chance they deserve to be and, picked. Uh, and we'll do everything that we can to find our Spotify. And if we do, we're gonna put the we link. We will put a link in the description down below. And if they're on iTunes and of those, we'll try and track it down there and put it there. And go yeah. listen to it. But these guys really deserve it. They really need it. Yeah, it was uh, some cool young dudes yeah. playing some uh, some pretty some pretty cool rock. So with a yeah. beanie hat on. Yeah, <laughs> and they all had stretch. They all yeah. had stretched ears. It was just it's like, like I think there was one of them who didn't have it. I'm so <laughs> very impressed. I'm so positive that these guys are just. Shouldn't we just like rent a container somewhere, <laughs> put lights in it, and just go nuts? Just how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Expressly, exactly how it's supposed to be. Do we have anything else to talk about? Like, do we, are we having a part three today? We're having a part three today. God. Yeah, we're having a part three. So I can't go to bed. No, you can't go oh, to bed yet. Damn it. <laughs> well, see you guys back for part three. And he's so excited. Are Yay. you? I am. <laughs> Yay. I'm going to endure him for another hour. Yay. Bye bye, guys. And we're back with the last part. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like every time I see say the last part, we apparently have a part four <laughs> or a part five. We do. <laughs> like yeah, for the last episode we had four or five parts. But why? Because apparently we talk a lot. Oh. <laughs> well, about uh, that, uh, by uh, the way. Oh yeah, we're we're setting timers today just to keep ourselves. We're uh, actually trying to set timers because. It's a bit hard cause because because we derail to, a lot. We we don't want the videos to be that long. We want them to be in some parts, and you know, so you can like leave it and come back to it. So you can like watch 15, 20 minutes video and then leave it and come back to the next part. If it's just like a three hour long video, it you know Every, YouTube kind of you know it's you know it's, it's a bit annoying. But we talk too much, so he has a, some problems like uh, editing it. So it yeah, oh fits. my god, it's uh, it's such a. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a pain editing like a, a it's, imagine like rendering a whole movie mm. when your episode is 90 minutes long that's that's yeah. a whole movie oh and yeah and your computer is a bit on the slow side <laughs> yeah. so like, i uh, i have a pc but i never said it was a good one no <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's a bicycle wheel with a handle, yeah, you know, yeah. like a handle on the side. <laughs> and we're doing works. everything that we can to like crank it up. Mm. Come you know, on, <laughs> come on. The video <laughs> camera is one of those we hold it like this and then you drive. Oh, so yeah. Um, well, actually, I was talking with a friend uh, a few days ago. No, you got friends. Yeah, I got friends out mm. there uh, about uh, unemployment. Mm. and uh, what to do about it especially the, the experiences we have with the unemployment uh, especially um, when you're trying to apply for a job you you mm. see an, an app somewhere mm. that um, let's say um, Lego is hiring someone to stand in the kitchen this, they're, they're looking for a cook or a, yeah. yeah they're looking for a cook they should hire me then yeah <laughs> they should hire you then yeah problem solved Lego hired this guy, um, <laughs> but um, usually when companies are trying to hire people, they've already seen or have someone in the binoculars about actually hiring. Yeah, it does happen that some 
other guy in the firm who's already uh, you know hired to do something else uh, who might be qualified to the new position yeah um would uh, you know what's it called apply apply yeah. for for that, uh, for that position. position it's often in regards to uh, i i've i've come across it in regards to running uh, daycares and stuff like that you all often have a, a sous chef and then you have the, the actual chef that sounds like <laughs> Like, what's it called in English? Like the boss and the not so much boss, but a little boss. You know, <laughs> who is a boss? <laughs> the big boss and the little boss in the daycare that we all. Well, who is a boss yeah. in a way? But, uh, but yeah, yeah. And, and and that's all. That's kind of what what happens. Like like yeah. when one of them stops, you know, you always you know you you kind of climb in in the range. Yeah, but but uh, for some reason sure the working place, like especially the company, is is obligated to um, put out a, an ad. Yeah, in Denmark, they that, are. That uh, this position is now open and yep. they're looking to hire people. So they potentially get maybe two, three hundred emails from hopeful it. unemployed people mm-hmm. uh, who is trying to get this position mm-hmm. and they actually have to interview like six or seven people. It is required. But they yeah. already know from the very get-go that none of these people are going to get this position yes. because they already fought a Frank who's working in HR mm. to be a cook. And, yeah. <laughs> and it goes all right. It's all, it's all right work in the company, climb the climb the ladder to, to get a higher position. Stuff. Yeah. And that's of course uh, fine. Of course, you would I hire somebody who is stupid. qualified because, you know, People always already work there, know the place. Of course, that makes more sense. But the problem is, why why do we have <laughs> to go through the whole shenanigan? Because, like, I think it's, it's three hundred so, emails. I don't like even think so much do waste it. of time. Yeah, it is. Like, there's actually people out here who's uh, uh, this is this is the part where I <laughs> I think it's uh important to discuss. <coughs> He's he keeps dying in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, um. What I think is important to discuss um, the the lack of motivation that comes from this. Mm. Uh, if I'm an unemployed person who's mm. applying for these types of jobs, and constantly every time I apply for a job, I get a no. Mm. Uh, sorry, we we already find a better candidate. Yeah. And I'm somewhat sometimes I'm sitting here like, how? How did you find a mm. like who? What? Who is he? Wait, what? <laughs> like I've I've studied a lot. I've studied mm. half my life. I got um a pretty big degree by now. Yeah, and I uh, and a lot of uh, it's definitely not laziness. No, that's not laziness going on here. And I got a pretty good background mm. by now. And instead of doing like a job application, I actually made a video. If you're interested in that, just let me know. Um, and when I sent this out, it actually shows that I have experience, that I know what to do, mm. and I'm actually capable of communication and all that stuff. And yet, there's just saying we found a better candidate. It sometimes when I get I get so many no's mm. that it runs into my spam filter. Yeah, <laughs> that that shouldn't happen. It's disheartening. Um, uh, I mean. And it's disheartening. And you you get you you're, you're sitting there like, am I really good enough? Mm. How why I don't know it does and yeah. like. Imagine, like I'm. Uh, I um. We're gonna go into this in a bit later. Why I chose to actually become self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's a lot of people out there who may have searched for a job like s- over a year, maybe mm-hmm. two years. They couldn't get any. Yeah, I mean this damn pandemic isn't making anything better. But no, and it's very, very like like I said, disheartening. Like people are sitting out there feeling they're not good enough or anything. But yeah, and this was a problem even before. 
this pandemic. Yeah, it's always been a problem uh, with these things. So, so I really what what I really want management to do mm. is giving out these emails. Uh, this is the weird part. Have you? I don't know if you've experienced this before in your life, um, but if you get a no from a working place, mm. they're saying we're sure we found a better co- uh, candidate, but the email doesn't stop there. Mm-mm. It continues. Like uh, we wish you luck on your next trip, mm. and uh, this is uh, all the other applications you could apply for in the industry. Blah 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 blah. I don't care. You gave me a no. Go f- yourself. <laughs> Just yeah. stop the email. That n- like it's like saying no. Mm. But do you want to chit chat? <laughs> do you want to read this commercial down here? No, I don't want to read your commercial. There's actually another part of the whole unemployment situation. In Denmark, we have it good here. We, I mean, yeah. even if you're <laughs> unemployed, even if you not even if even if you don't even have an education, even though we actually have forced education in Denmark, yeah, for the most part, um, you still get paid. I mean, we we you kinda, get some sort of salary, yeah. Yeah, we always do, and we get we we are required to have a place to live. Nobody yeah. is up is actually allowed to live on the street because you will always have enough money to actually find an apartment. In 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 real life, it it's a, of course a bit different. Stuff happens and and stuff like that, but in theory, um, you can't be homeless in Denmark. You can't, because you will always the 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 state is required to give you a place to live, yeah, even not, if you can't pay saying, for it. We're not saying yeah. that homeless people in Denmark doesn't exist. No, they, 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 do, do, they do, they do, and they that's do. that's why things are more complicated than this. But basically, yeah. we we build this this society we have here on the basis that we wanted to have it good, and we wanted to be sure that people who weren't as fortunate, people who might have disabilities, disadvantages, and so forth. They also had a good life. We didn't want anybody to have a bad life. And that's why some people always wonder, why are we paying so much taxes? That's That's why. (laughs) That's why. That's because we didn't want our old parents living with the kids, their grown-up kids. Because, like, the kids also need a life. And they need to feel good. So we actually pay a lot of taxes to put people in pretty nice places. And, you know, the whole works. And we just wanted people to to be good. No matter what. No matter how poor or how bad or how unfortunate you were in society, you still had the right to a good and comfortable yeah, you life. You still have a place in society, and yeah. no matter where you like, <clears throat> even if you're going against the current, yeah. you still have a place somewhere. But in modern time, and that's where I'm coming to, I am seeing comments that are so ridiculous in the uh, work department and in in the whole problem with with uh, getting jobs. Yeah. I've seen people because like there are some debates online um, where people are like it's where, where the where basically the young kids uh, people even younger than us are struggling to find work yeah. all of these people are educated but the problem is I'm sorry if I'm a bit ageist here but most people over 40 apparently are basically just saying that they are lazy and they're stupid and they should just and then go take a work uh, digging some ground or construction workers and that's nothing wrong with being construction worker if that's what you want but the problem is these kids have been told their whole life that they could be whatever they wanted they could work with whatever they wanted. Yeah. So they now actually, they actually they educated themselves. The, so they went for it. Now they educated themselves to something they wanted to do. And they can't get a job, and now they're just being told, "You're lazy. You can just go find some other work or do something else." And it's just like, "But, but I, but I didn't want to do that. You the, told me I could do whatever I wanted." Yeah, 
But yeah. I can't now anymore. Now I'm lazy and stupid because I don't want to work with building walls. Yeah. I wanted to work with computers. This so is not, yeah. <laughs> like uh, that's actually one of the, the, the bigger problems with uh, with the educational system. Um, mm. We we have such a broad educational system in Denmark. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and here's where I, from experience, get a little bit heated about it. Uh, we have such a broad educational system, <coughs> but the working industry is not paying attention to it. It's not following <coughs> along. It's not keeping themselves updated on what young people are actually able capable yeah. of when they're done educating. So when we are done with our education, mm. let's say uh, I got done with innovation and entrepreneurship. That's a professional bachelor. And I applied for a job. It's been a problem my whole life. Every time I... Because mm-hmm. people are like, but, like but what, what, what do you do? What, what do you is do? It, what, what is that? Is what, what can you do? Why, why, why would I care? Why would I need it? Um, mm. Well, <laughs> because I, you can fire like 10 people and hire me to do one job. Mm. <laughs> That's pr- probably what you can do. Um, mm. I remember back in the day when I was... Uh, when I got done with my uh, multimedia designer yeah. uh, education. Um, and I felt like such a when I had to call up a station like like a like a like a management and apply for a job and I'm like so what can you do? Well, <laughs> your job but better. Your job but better. Uh, <laughs> what I feel like um, I see you have a website here. Yeah, you could need some upgrading. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have a banner outside. Yeah, it could need some upgrading. <laughs> That's pretty much what I do. I upgrade your visual identity. Mm. And uh, eventually, I just kind of gave up on it. And I felt like, okay, if no one out there wants my qualities, I want them for myself. Mm. So I took uh, a professional bachelor in innovation and entrepreneurship just Mm. to learn how to start my own business. Mm. And anyway, even though you have that kind of background, you're still obligated to try to find a job within this field. Yep. It's like saying, okay, um, let let me call. We we love Lego here. Let's call Lego and be like, yeah, I wanna I wanna apply for a job. What kind of job? What kind of background do we have? Well, your background, but better. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I actually educated myself to be in your chair. Mm-hmm. What do you got? <laughs> it it is it is stupid because you are basically educated in being the boss. You're yeah, ba- yeah. You're, you're educated in actually creating. Uh, a CEO, yeah, CEO, a company, yeah, uh, and and what you, you what you want to do with that is to create your own company. But the Danish law system is works like this: <laughs> if you are unemployed <laughs> and you want to be paid uh, paid uh, by the government uh, as you are required yeah. to, uh, you are uh, you you and you have to apply for jobs, yeah, within your field, <laughs> within your field. But you're educated. In, in making your own, your own job, and, like, just, and that takes time. This just, is why it's complicated, time. you guys. It's just, it's just so stupid. And, <laughs> and and to get back on track with that thing, because I know a guy. He actually he has uh, he um, he's educated in something with robots. He's educated. He is something he, ro- like robot engineering. He is programming the robots to do the thing robots do, which is taking over software the world. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's kind of yeah, thing. he is he is actually uh creating software and 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 programming the software that you put into the to the droid so it does what you want it to do. Yeah. A lot of times people have some 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 droids, some arms, you know, construction arms, something like that. But they might need it to do something spe- something specific, so they got all of the parts working on this thing it can do, 
the thing it's designed to do, but they might need it to pick up something that is a different kind of size and put it somewhere. Uh, and you need a program to control that. He is the one designing these programs, putting in all the measurements, making sure all of these things work and designing it so it is, uh, yeah, doing what you're telling it to. Yeah. Basically. Because, believe it or not, <laughs> apparently when you get a robot to do things on your job, it comes without a program. <laughs> it's basically just a piece of metal with engines in. That's what so it is. So you have a human and who needs to program this. Yeah, anyway. you. you so you, I didn't know this. I'm just. I, I don't know. I just thought to just like spit out some robots on an assembly, <laughs> then robot. assembly, and then, then it just works. worked. I don't know. But then he programs them, and <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a job that is uh, very sought out for. Yeah. Uh, most places, because that is it's kind the of the future. Yeah. And guess what? He had trouble finding, finding a job because yeah. nobody knew what the hell it was. Because <laughs> the thing is, it is a real education in Denmark, but the most but most company doesn't know it exists, apparently. So so that's really weird because there's no really no excuses yeah. for it because when you're in, especially when you're in the academy and the university, we have open houses there. Yeah, and there's open houses like four or five times a year. So the companies can actually apply for and come mm. visit and uh, talk to the students to see what kind mm. of what kind of development there is in the educational yeah. system. But they don't. Nope. They don't care. Why would they? <laughs> like you, so you weird. like this is. Oh my god! It gets me so heated. Um, especially with the ex- like experience I've had. Mm. This is why. Let's talk about why I chose to become self. Well, we can do that in the next episode. Yeah, we should do that in the next episode. We can talk about why I chose to become self. Uh, oh, sorry, I just pushed to the camera, so everything just got uh, shaky, shaky. I'm Ooh. sorry about that. Um, earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had. A, I mean, we actually have earthquakes in Denmark. Like the last earthquake we had, the biggest one we've ever had in Denmark was when um, I woke up. Knocked all knocked over a glass in Jutland. That was very extreme. That was a glass who did this, and then it was over five minutes later. We have it good in Denmark. Everybody, yeah. we'll be back in a moment. I'll pour some alcohol on this guy so he'll calm down, and we'll talk about why he hates everything. Yeah. So uh, see looking you forward guys to in it. A bit. Bye. <laughs> and he's singing along on tour. Yeah, I'm practicing a little song. I was just jamming a bit before. It's I'm not good at it. It's some weird jazzy chords I have to learn, but it's just so fun. It sounds good. Makes you really bend your freaking arm so it hurts. Yeah, jazz music is one of the hardest genres to play. And in yeah. my case, uh, yeah. I tried experimenting uh, with it a few times, but it's I never really succeeded. Yeah, I've, I'm, like, like everything I do turned mm. into classical music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a skilled guitarist. I'm I'm by no means a a super skilled guitarist, but I know the basics. I play some good stuff. I, I but uh but you know, and I'm I'm am I'm an all right solo guitarist. I can shred a bit, not fast shredding or anything. I actually find that very annoying when people do that. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm a pretty fair guitarist. And then I decided to like, hey, maybe I should learn some time with Tommy Emmanuel. And then I started to hate myself. Why would you even like set that bar? He, he's actually he, he's, he's like God level he player. He is very God level when it comes to his acoustic guitar. Yeah. Um, I started to to insist on learning his thumb pick, uh, his thumb picking technique, and I haven't got it down. I can actually do it, but not as cleanly as he can do it. I'm definitely freaking up. Usually, uh, we learn to walk before we run. Yeah, it's. But, uh, uh, but you, it's, you said no. 
That sh actually, I made a little video on Facebook and I was just playing some very, very simple, um, it was kind of an Amazing Grace. I, I took the song Amazing Grace and then I listened to it and tried to incorporate his kind of chords. So it's not as much his picking style, but just the chords uh, he kind of used and, and made this little rendition of a Amazing Grace type thing. And it's just... Amazing. It's just so, it's just so nice. It's just, I mean, I actually think I tagged you in it and I wrote like, yeah, it's a bit jazzy, but come on, guys. We all can't be 18-year-old heavy metal guitarist all the time. And then I tagged you in and I said, can you? I'm looking at you. How the hell do you do it? How much sniffy sniffy dust are you taking sniffy to do sniffy. this? You're 30 for crying loud loud. Um, um, well, but then again, it's, uh, it's a way of living. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I definitely shift. I love rock and roll, but... When I'm playing, I really I'm hardly ever touching my electrical guitar anymore, uh, and definitely not with distortion. I'm actually starting to play a lot of these finger pings. I really really enjoy it. It's very difficult to be honest. To learn to shred on a guitar is way easier, in my opinion, than actually trying to learn how to use your fingers like this yeah it's amazingly how much is freaking with your brain um, how much you have to like detach every finger from your your but also but also like brain keeping cells. the bass going while you're actually playing a melody yeah. like uh that's the thing i hear it with it's, yeah. on piano is a different thing mm. that's okay yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, but on guitar it, it, yeah and, and um, it's, i don't know why because you're kind of doing the same thing on piano but it's this it's the thing that you have. The piano is just like three whites, uh, two black. What's it like? No, that's wrong. Anyways, you got the whites <laughs> and the blacks. I forgot how it looks. You got the whites and the blacks, and that just keeps going everywhere. The kit, and and you can just this finger, this hand is basically doing the same as this hand, but reversed in some kind. Yeah, it's still it's the more, same more notion over reversed. everything is. But then again, you you can also well, cheat in a way on piano by just taking like two octaves. Yeah. Yeah, Especially in the bass, used, and like, and, and you play yeah. the, the melody. And but the thing about hand. guitar is that your hands are not doing the same at all, because this hands is is plucking strings, while the other one is only pushing and you know stuff like that. And I think that's why piano, in some regards, is a bit easier to learn, because you're still just doing this. You're still just pushing down buttons. on stuff on buttons. And 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 as long as you push the damn thing, it will make a sound. But we all know. That even though the, you pluck the strings on a guitar, it doesn't always make a sound, and that's really annoying. Yeah, you like pluck the string and it just say, yes. <laughs> like oh. So I, of course, I'm I'm a guitar. Ima imagine so like Guns N' Roses coming that, onto the stage and putting on that first note, like mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole show ruined. It's really <laughs> annoying, and and it is a difficult technique, but it's very very giving. Because sitting around a campfire and not just playing Wonderwall. Oh, God, um, the Wonderwall. Is, oh, is excellent kind of rewarding. Is, oh, really there's like just it. some songs mm. in this world that I've grown being sick and tired of. Yeah. You they're good songs, but damn, they've been played so many times. Yeah, they've been ruined. Speaking of things I hate, um, mm. we ended on a, a little half note there on the last... Yeah, we Part. talked about jobs. Yeah, I talked about jobs and my it's, it's lack of and, the same. And, and a lack of the same. Yeah, <laughs> and I really wanted to talk about the experience of, like, why I chose to become self-employed in the first place. Mm. Um, yes, I'm still applying for jobs. So eventually, if I hit one, I'll of course I'm I'm obligated to take it unless that my self-employment will actually earn me enough money to, to like say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm out. I'm out. 
yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm not having fun with you guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but especially one. Oh my God, there's uh, it's more the management and especially the bosses out there. There's yeah. there's leaders and there's bosses. Yeah. Um, the, one of the most ridiculous things I ever experienced was I, I was an intern in a in a in a book printing facility. Yeah. Uh, where they have authors coming in with meetings and they're printing their their, their books and mm. like posting out there and yeah distributing books and, and stuff like that and i came in there as an intern to make a website yeah and there were like three employees in there <laughs> it was a very small office <laughs> um and they were very intern mm. like th- th- everything they talked about was in internal stuff and they knew each other very well. Yeah. And they uh, insisted on having me joining them for for lunch mm. when there was apparently a break. But when I joined them for lunch, they couldn't talk about anything else than things they knew and people they yeah, knew. they weren't and as inclusive. No, so I was sitting there like, why am I even here? <laughs> I, so eventually I decided I'd rather just have my lunch by my desk. Mm. And... The, my leader or my boss back then he was very very annoyed with that he actually kind of forced me to have lunch with them at this little table um imagine uh lunch table is this table mm. and the fireplace is my desk i was that far away <laughs> <laughs> so that was random um so um while i was there he, he d- didn't provide me the, with a computer or the software i needed mm. to make this kind of jobs happening you had to buy it yourself i had to use my own computer and buy my own software oh my god um and he kept he, apparently he was training up for some marathons so he, while we were there he, he just kept running mm. he left the office to go running <laughs> and when he came back apparently he had installed a shower in the bathroom and you're bored again yeah, and, <laughs> so he went and took showers in the bathroom constantly mm. and and there was no like condition in sucking out the air from all the moist yeah so when he opened the door the whole office just got very steamy and gross to be in yeah like that humid yeah and um and imagine like i'm the i'm the intern there i'm the Mm. first that arrives and the last one to leave Mm. every day Mm. why because i was obligated to do so because Mm. else if i didn't was there the whole eight hours a day i wouldn't get my payment um, so every t- usually like that happened almost every day while I was there for three months. Uh, when someone came in to have a meeting with, with the boss there, who, who, with mm. the CEO, the only one sitting at the office was me. And, and I had to justify why he wasn't there. And I even had to like give them a guided tour or give them coffee or anything to keep them there until he came back from his stupid run. <laughs> So he can do his job. Oh. And I was sitting there like, why, why am I here? That's ridiculous. <laughs> so um, eventually the three months passed and my website was done. And um, I was really happy about that. And it was like one week before I had to end my turn there. Um, another guy came in and he actually wanted to talk to me. He was mm. from another company. He was from a company called Gyllenday, uh, oh. it's Which is a big distributor of books here in Denmark. Yeah. Probably the biggest ones, mm. and uh, apparently they had bought the company, and he wanted to sit down with me. And uh, while we was there, he was saddened to say that all my work there was for nothing because um, 
usually when Greenland actually buys a company, they have mm. a template for their websites. So all your work were for nothing. All my work there was for nothing. So uh, when I found out, um, I just quit. I was like, uh, screw this. I'm, mm. I'm not coming here anymore. I don't really want this. I don't need this. Mm. Not bad. So um, uh, I, I got a call from... Um, from him and ask where where I was. I'm like, hey, you you can take it up with the, with the system as we call it here in Denmark. Mm. Uh, that I'm not coming back. And uh, you owe me for um for the software and you owe me for the use of my computer. Mm. He didn't really want to pay that bill. Nope. He didn't want to pay that bill. Of course. Um, but eventually he had to because mm. I sent the same uh same documentation into the system and they actually called him. Mm. And like, dude, you're you you got no right to do this. So. You, you you can't win this. You have yeah, to pay those, him. Those programs are pretty damn expensive. Yeah, they're very expensive. Uh, um, so he actually ended up paying me. Hmm. As you should. As you should. Which is just one of many examples that I have. Uh, <laughs> why are you yawning I'm constantly, so dude? You're on a podcast today. The more I'm trying to think about not being yawny, tired stuff, I keep, I just yawn even more. You're just so relaxing to look at. When you're no, mad. that's not it. That's not it. You, <laughs> you can't wiggle yourself out of this one, no. dude. Why does my freaking microphone keep being a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, the other example. Like, uh, I was working at um, Ikea. Yeah. And uh, I was also an intern there. And I was an intern there for like, uh, for, uh, for like four weeks, for like a month there. And um, it was because I was applying for a job that was opening there mm. as a multimedia designer. And after three weeks, um, I was supposed to go to a job interview about this job, uh, which was very, very exciting. And I, like, I was, mm. I was thrilled to get to this job interview. And when it finally got in there, me and the, my department manager went in there, but we were surprised to see um, that I was sitting on the wrong side of the table. I was sitting interviewing a a woman who was applying for the job that I wanted and she got it. <laughs> so you were the, in, you, you were that actually, was the <laughs> you were actually on a three month, like I was always, always, always almost calling Pearl. You were like in a three months trial. Normally when you, you get to a job, they always say, well, you can be here in three months. We'll see. And uh, we'll see if you, we can hire you and stuff like that. And then, yeah, and then exactly. they say, well, we'd like to, we, you can come here and, and you're three months and uh, then we'll see if uh, you fit in the company and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you were asked to no. Yeah. I that's was really <laughs> just <laughs> tough. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's I'm trying not to so swear. That's like, really tough. And, and you're I, hiring the person to do the job you I'm applying you for. were applying for and I've been using Jesus. my two months there oh. trying to actually be good at what did you do at. did you shack the boss's daughter <laughs> what the hell did you do no I didn't do anything like uh, my department manager she was just a surprise <laughs> like what what like the, like um it was um the hiring committee was sitting there my department manager and I mm. and we were interviewing this person and my department manager just looked at me and I looked at her like What's going on? <laughs> what's what's going? How like time. how in in God's name did they get this wrong? <laughs> so, so um yeah, that's one of the, again one of the other examples why managements, mm. leaders. I don't really care. By the way, guys, I just realized um, in the early in the other episode, I said the word chef and sous chef. Yeah. Um, 
that is just me messing up Danish and English. Because, yeah, I do that a lot. Because, yeah, there is a chef and a sous chef. Uh, people in England would probably say, well, that are, of course, people who works with food. But the thing is, in Denmark, we can say the word chef, which is spelled the same way as chef. chef. But it's actually called... And we actually CEO. refer to a manager, manager uh, uh, yeah. uh, the, the boss of the company. So, like, yeah. uh, the boss of IKEA would be chef in IKEA. That would be... Uh, so, so that's why I'm messing it up. Uh, yeah. Like, a sous chef, sous chef uh, in Denmark, it would be in uh, sous chef. Uh, that is the, you know, the guy working just under... Yeah, just beneath uh, the just boss. Just beneath the boss, you who know. Would, who would else personal have... You know, whatever. The person who would else have responsibilities when the boss is gone. Yeah, exactly. Or on business uh, trips or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's why I mess it up. It's, it's, it's kind of it weird. It's kind of weird that we have that... Uh, yeah, because it is the English word chef we're using. Yeah, why? It's not like we're spelling it in some weird Danish way, like S J E F. That's not what we're doing. We're saying chef. chef. Yeah, and <laughs> we're just giving it like a Danish twirl with a bit of an E in the middle that nobody have, and it, there it, it is not there. Like so it, we just say chef. It feels more like uh, some Dane out there just visited like a uh, a French restaurant somewhere and felt like, well, that makes yeah. sense. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how it works everywhere. Well, well, actually, the most of the English, like, yeah, this is horrible. Like when the Vikings went over and pretty much screwed everything up. How do we talk uh, about Vikings <laughs> by now? <laughs> That's actually, how, how that did... might actually be why we're using it because the word, a lot of words like face, the word face, your face. That's not an English word. That's a Danish word, and that was the word fies. When the Vikings went over to England, they and and spent a couple hundred years there. A lot of uh, our words got adapted into their language, like fies and egg. Egg means egg. And so it's actually a lot of a lot of these words. That, the reason why Danish and English and American even, because they went over to America uh, even later and took that with them. So a lot of the words uh, people are using in English are uh, are Danish. They came from Danish. Of course, they have gotten like through a, a bit of uh, twist and stuff like that, uh, regional accents and stuff. But like, I think it was even thousands of words in the English vocabulary was originated from Denmark. Really? And yeah, they were. They weren't part of this. Well, uh, why? Wh- so it's really weird, uh, actually. And yet here we are. <laughs> yeah. Here we are struggling. Yeah, like in modern times, we are kind of doing the reverse thing. A lot of Danish people are starting to use English phrases in their everyday Danish language. It kind of makes me want to uh, see Vikings because show of right social now. media. So now we're kind of reversing it, and yeah. you taking it back in in some weird way. So yeah. So I'm sorry. That's why I, I keep freaking it up. It's the damn Vikings. <laughs> it's the Vikings' fault. <laughs> like of course, blaming <laughs> a generation you weren't even a part of. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> I think it makes sense. <laughs> Oh, we're yeah. so sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, um, that's a few of the examples why, um, mm. especially uh, managements and leaders get me get me heated every time. I'm lucky I didn't have to deal. Too yeah, much you with didn't that have to deal life. with that. No. Nope. Well, once in a while, but you know. Yeah, but you didn't have those experiences. No, and that one time I did, they never find the dude again. So. <laughs> they never oh, find kidding, the guy I'm again. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's exactly like uh, it's, it's that question you get every time you're start applying for a job. So where do you see yourself in five years? Mm. In your chair asking better questions. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know when you realize, like, you're 30 now, when yeah. that thought hit you, like, in the future, you're going to look back at this as the good old days? Why did you have to <laughs> throw that in my face? Was that necessary? <laughs> <laughs> Was that very necessary? Was that really necessary, dude? <laughs> No, like, oh, do you remember the time when yeah. we only had to deal with pandemic and wars and <laughs> going wrong every time? That was the good old days. Oh, God, no. Uh, but do, do you remember uh, you, you, we, when we talked about educational system, you asked about, like, um, mm. you've been applying for a job. Like, you educated yourself for, like, 10 years, mm. and then you can't find a job, and people call you lazy because you're not working in construction or whatever. Yeah, people just, yeah, like know, uh, they're just like, well, then go do something else. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, mm. if, if you want to work in construction, that requires an education as well. Mm -hmm. you, just, you just don't get hired off the street. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like a freaking waste of 10 years if you can't even work with the things you wanted to work with. Yeah, Why so, would you do it then? So Why like, do you need education so then? I, I'm educating myself to work with computers. Uh, for after 10 years, I can't work with computers. Then you ask, well, well there's a... Um, there's a demand for people in the in the construction, mm. and then you go like, okay, then then I'll just educate myself for ten years in construction, and then I get out there, and there's no demand for it anymore, like mm. there either. So you actually have to predict the future mm. in a way when you're choosing right. education. You like, do, you do. Where, what's what's being a demand in education in ten years? Yeah, and it's just it, it, there's that's a lot of, that's stupid. It <laughs> is stupid, and there and that that's that was actually why I mentioned the whole system in Denmark, why we built it like this. Because we wanted, <laughs> yeah, because we wanted people to have the life they wanted. Yeah, but you they know, can't just, get it. Yeah, and now we can't get it, and, and the like politicians are more or less freaking it all up, it up from every year. It's like waving money in yeah. front of a homeless person. It Thanks. is. See and, this? And you can't get it. It's sad, and that's that's just so many. Like in like in theory, I actually think the Danish system works very well. In theory, in theory, and yeah. then we hire stupid people to uh, do the things that in theory should work, and then stupid people make it not work, yeah. even <laughs> though it should work, and you know, and then goes wrong. It's just so annoying, because like basically, I actually think the Danish system is quite good. Of course, we yeah. have to 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 keep adjusting. We do have our pros, but we definitely also have our cons. Yeah, there, there are ups and downs in the system. You won't ever get to a system where everything is perfect. Where nothing not it's perfect. You won't, because the thing is, you would have to freeze everything in time. You haven't seen my kitchen. Because <laughs> <laughs> every ten years we do something new, we discover something new, we invent something new, and we have to deal with the fact that we like the atom. The atom was invented. Some guy figured out that that's an atom, and he figured out how to use, it. and then they realized they could use it for some pretty terrible stuff. Yeah. So we, and, and that's how it is with society. It, in this, it's the whole uh, debate about LGBTQ plus and something like that. Like uh, 80 years ago, they didn't have any of that. So they, of course, built society because they didn't know it existed, basically. And now we have a society where LGBTQ plus rights are important because we need to talk about this and we need to adjust the society to meet, um, to meet the future's requirement. To meet uh, the people we want to be, because we keep evolving, so we will never get a perfect society. But we will, but we will need a society willing to adapt. Yeah, because the future can't be stopped, <laughs> and it will keep on going. And we will probably invent some more amazing discoveries who can be used in horrible ways. So there's, yeah. a, there's like always saying there's a there's a there's a dark side to every coin. Absolutely, we we can't just we can't make a perfect society we can't make a perfect system 
because that would mean we freezes everything here. Yeah. We will not evolve anymore. So what we're basically uh, saying, if you can't get a job, if you've been trying to apply for a job for the last two, three years and haven't gotten any anywhere, like, don't beat yourself up. You're not alone in this nope. situation. There's plenty of people out there who's standing mm. in this exact same situation. Uh, but the only advice that, is, uh, like for me personally, mm. I would give is uh, make the best out of the situation for yourself. Yeah. Uh, learn ways to find alternative ways to earn money. Mm. Uh, be self-employed somehow. And we actually are about to have to uh, stop this recording now. I will just say one last thing. Uh, my buddy and I are in our 30s. We live in a Western society and we are doing quite well. I will. So we are not the ones to complain. I will look at every kid out there, like turning 18 and upwards, and just say it's not your fault. No, it's not <laughs> your fault. Basically, and I really mean this because basically... In the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, we knew this was going to be a problem. We knew plastic and pollution, and we knew the ozone layer was as whole as a freaking... I mean, as a sif. I mean, we knew all these things, and we didn't do anything. And now we have basically left all you guys with a shitty dying world and expecting you to deal with it. Yeah. Now it's your problem, and it's really not your fault. And if any old guy or woman or anything are about you guys being weak or stupid and stuff like that and just needs to take yourself together just remember those were the ones who f***ed up the world for you guys yeah so it's not your fault so and 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 while we're at it remember to comment like and subscribe <laughs> and if you're on spotify press that heart and share with everyone you know mm. so until next time see you guys bye